Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Welcome into another edition of Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey and myself here to talk a comprehensive dismantling of Social Security myths, or at least 2023 uh, version, because it's always something with Social Security. So we're going to break this into a two-part podcast. It can be this week as well as uh, in a couple of weeks. So if you are not subscribed, certainly consider doing so, so you get notifications on new episodes as well as you can check out past episodes. And you can find Mondays with Matt on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like using. Type in Mondays with Matt to find it that way, or just stop by Matt's website, a lot of other good tools, tips, and services at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. That's GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com slash podcasts, or just drop the, the drop-down menu there for podcasts, and, and you can check it out that way and subscribe that way as well. What's going on, buddy? How are you this week? Hi, Mark. It is uh, April showers time, yeah. bringing Mayflowers, as they say, but uh, yeah, it has been... Uh, We've been getting a little bit of a lot of rain, <laughs> not a little bit, a lot of rain. A lot of rain, and it's raining today. So, yeah. I don't no know. Worries. Man. Uh, the weather's still office. weird. You know, the weather's still goofy. <laughs> Where I'm at, it's 82 today, uh, and 84 tomorrow, and then 45 on Saturday. Wow! So. Wow! Yeah, today it's higher. Like we're gonna get seven. I think we're reaching like 71, 72, but it's been in the 50s and 60s. The one day jump, and then it's supposed to be like back down in the 40s to uh, getting into the 60s next week. So, anyways, very weird. Yeah, just a little bit of weird spring weather. That's that's spring in Michigan. You know, we go from uh, snow and sleet to you know a 70 degree day. I think it's so. I think it's weirdness everywhere. I mean, I know they're in, my in laws are in Wyoming, but they got 22 inches of snow yet this this past two days. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a lot of snow. Yeah, I mean it's Wyoming, but still, you know, weird. <laughs> but right. uh, anyway, <laughs> still a lot of snow. <laughs> still a lot of snow, exactly. <laughs> Wherever it is, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's jump in and talk about some of these. Like I said, I've got ten myths, Social Security myths, Matt. We're gonna do five this week, and then we'll do five on the next episode. So let's jump. That's in. It's a great idea, yeah, because you know we get talking and we don't want to overload uh, people too much, yeah. The, yeah, and the myths. I used to do a seminar uh, presentation called the myths of investing. And mm -hmm. um, this is kind of fun because it's the myths of social security. A lot of times we go along in life and um, unless somebody tells you otherwise, uh, you, you you tend to believe what you hear. Well, and in the world and nowadays, it, if you hear it enough times, you think it is true, right? So yeah. And, and not everything that you hear is true. So <laughs> right, um, yeah. we just kind of like uh, go around and we formulate some opinions, but you want to know um, the truth about what's going on. So today we'll talk about the myths and how to combat that. And we'll give you share with you some, some of the real information. All right. So, well, here we go. Number one, the social security administration will help you make the best decision about when you should start your benefit. Is this a myth and what's the deal? <laughs> of course it's true, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna advise you, but not generally what's in the best interest for you. Yeah, um, I mean, so the they, they really actually can't, right, man? I mean, they can only say so much anyway because they don't, they're don't they not, like, authorized to tell you what's going to be best for your financial situation. Right. They can ju jump in and tell you, you know, here's your numbers and then kind of ask you what, when you want to take Social Security. They, there's a lot that they can give you about how benefits are paid out. But, um, right. they're, but not you know, when, when it comes start, to making right. the best decision about when to start your benefit, no. no um, no. That's where you have – somebody who looks at all of your finances. Do you have a pension? Do you have investments? Do you have 
other sources of income from rents or otherwise, and um, dividends. And so you really have to take into account all these different things when you're talking about when should I start my social security benefit? Um, That advice uh, should be done with sitting down with, with us or your financial advisor to formulate a plan. And number one, I always say your your retirement is surrounds your cash flow. It's all about cash flow. So we have to find out how much money do you need every month to live on? That's the big number one question. And then from there, we're going to calculate. Social Security can help you calculate what your actual benefit is going to be. And if you need help with that online, you just go to ssa.gov and you can run your calculator based on your historical earnings. So they can give you the numbers, but we help you do the planning and we help you to decide based on your situation, everybody's different, uh, when is the best time to to take or file for that social security benefit. Okay. All right. That was myth number one. So again, they can only do up to a certain point. Myth number two, uh, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you will not get social security. That is also a myth. Um, So as a stay-at-home mom, very likely, you know, the world is different these days, Mark, but um, a lot of times if you've been a married stay-at-home mom and your husband works or vice versa, then what happens is you don't have those earnings for all those years. Yeah, and you don't so have you your own st- personal, right, Matt? But you can, if you're married, you have your spouses. If you're married, you still have your spouses. So you may be eligible for that spousal benefit for right. Social Security and their work record. Now, I understand that not everybody who's a mom is married and um, or maybe you're widowed or divorced. So there's a lot of different uh, caveats to this, but the myth is that you won't get any benefits. Not necessarily true. It yeah, can be you, true. I was going to say, Matt, if you're solo, though, at some point in your life, it's just some point, correct? So mm-hmm. if you've worked a total of, uh, what is it, uh, 40 quarters, so 10 years, I believe, right? Yep. So basically, if yep. you've pumped into the system somewhere since you, I don't know, turned 16 and got your first part-time job, like a, an actual check from Wendy's or whatever it might have been, right? <laughs> right. Uh, if you've worked for a total of 10 years somewhere, then you're eligible. Yeah, there's there's going to be a, a, a benefit in, in that scenario. Uh, and if you've never worked and you were a stay-at-home mom right out of high school and you know, I've I've had that situation sure, yeah, where I've, uh-huh. where I've had somebody who was married, and she was married to the high income earner, and she was a stay at home mom, and uh, it wasn't until later in life after uh, they ended up getting a divorce, and uh, she had been married for longer than ten years. Okay, so right. that was a that was a win for her because um, the Social Security office, if you've been married longer than ten years, even if you've been divorced or widowed, right, then you're eligible for that married spouse's benefit as long as you haven't remarried. So yep. there's some there's some different caveats, but um, she actually got, <laughs> she was actually uh, granted this, it, it, it was basically double what she was planning on getting from Social Security. So it was fantastic. I mean, you talk about what a blessing. She was calculating based on her own income and um, she was just talking to the right person and we uh, had advised her as to what to ask and uh, she asked it and they gave her literally another thousand dollars a month. She was going to live on close to one thousand. Ended up being over two thousand dollars a month in benefits because of that past husband's earnings record. Yeah. So she filed under his, and um, she didn't even have to touch investments. She just she she could live on that. She had her bills down and everything else. So oh, there you go. 
Yeah. yeah, so don't not not in every case that uh, you won't get any Social Security if you're a stay-at-home mom. But also, a lot of these moms end up after the kids grow up, you kind of go back into the workforce, or you might do something. So as you said, Mark, if you've got enough quarters to be eligible, there's likely going to be a benefit for you. Um, definitely call us if you have questions about that, because there's we believe in miracles yeah, there's, here. There's a, yeah, there's a <laughs> there's number of ways, obviously. Sure, there's a, a way. Yeah, yeah. And if, right. in, a, in, in worst worst case scenarios, if you really never did work, let's get you in the market and find yourself a, a spouse to <laughs> marry before you apply. <laughs> That's a different kind of podcast, right there. But hey, hey uh, you never uh, give up hope. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So let's move right along here. Uh, Social Security myths. Myth number three. You will not pay taxes on your Social Security since you already paid taxes on that money when you put it into the system. Well, this was true. <laughs> Once upon a time. Back when they first introduced Social Security benefits, um, they were not taxable. They were a gift. But because of uh, a lovely group you know we call Congress, they introduced a tax on your Social Security. So back in 1993, I think, was the year first started paying uh, the, the t- there's a tax on your social security if you make too much money. So we're talking about income coming in, that's social security benefits, and that could be dividends from from stocks or um, mutual funds, and then capital gains, and then they're going to count um, annuity income. And there's a lot of different factors that make up the formula to find out if you have tax on your social security or not. And uh, so you need to know what, where your income sources are coming from. And there's ways that we can plan. So we can help you plan for, is there going to be tax uh, on my social security benefits or not? Um, if you're a single person, you've got, uh, I think we talked about this once before, Mark, but it's almost like a, a penalty. But um, if you make too much money, 50% of your social security benefits become taxable. Yeah. And then if you hit the next plateau, 85% yeah, of up your- to, yeah. Social Security benefit becomes taxable. Yeah, it's not eighty-five percent tax. It's no, eighty-five right. percent of your monthly check is taxable. Well, and this is so, where strategy and planning come in, Matt. Right? Because depending on how you're structuring your income uh, sources in retirement, that's going to affect how your Social Security is taxed. So again, it's all yeah. part of a strategy of working together. If you're taking as much as you possibly can from all the different kinds of buckets, yeah, and you've got a high enough number, there's a good chance that you will be paying taxes again. Sure. So although Social Security gives us these cost of living adjustment increases, that's that's nice. But um, also, as our income goes up, it, we also run into, because I don't think they've adjusted this tax table in a very long time, but whether you're single or married, filing jointly, um, there's a tax table that's pertinent to you. So if for more on that information, give us a call. I'd love to look at your situation and figure out, okay. hey, are 50% of my benefits taxable or 85% of the benefit gets taxed? And if you're in that situation, through some strategic planning, again, as you said, uh, we can plan where we could reduce or possibly eliminate the tax on your Social Security payments. It just depends on how you receive your income. Absolutely. So, yeah, give a, give a call, reach out, and talk about the structure of that. Uh, reach out to Matt at 989-401-2949 or stop by the website GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. All right, so let's do myth number four, the classic and lovely myth of there will not be any Social Security left by the time you get to retirement. Well, I'd say this is probably, I get where people come from with this stuff, but this certainly is a myth. But I think uh, if you're older, it's even less likely that you're going to see this happen. And this might be a bigger problem for someone who's 25 uh, than it is for someone who's 55. But either way. Yeah, 
Well, this was one of the, um, it, it, it's been a myth, okay, because it hasn't come true yet. Um, <laughs> I say yet, but uh, no, back in, back when I was, I remember this early in my uh, so days of planning that um, I'm not going to plan on Social Security because they were saying that it was going to be defunct by, you know, probably by by now, by 2020 or whatever. But um, they rolled that back to 2030, and then you hear different things. But one of the things you have to realize is Social Security was originally started for the low income, and it was a supplement to your pension or a supplement to whatever else you had going on in retirement. And when it was started, you couldn't claim it until age 65. So you didn't have anybody claiming early. Mm -hmm. You just had to be 65 to claim Social Security. And then the life expectancy, the average life expectancy when this was introduced was uh, like 63 years old. So the, the, the amount of time that you were expected to claim Social Security was very little. And there were like 40 workers to every one claimant at that time. Now it's the, the numbers are they're pretty totally scary. Different. Yeah, I think by totally 20, different. Yeah, I saw. I think Matt by twenty thirty or twenty thirty five, they think it'll be two for every one. Yeah, two workers, yeah, not pretty, forty pretty workers, two for every claimant. The other thing that was hap- was introduced is they were allowed to claim early. So instead of waiting to sixty five, now they can claim early at sixty two. Uh, then, then there's the full retirement age and, and yada yada. But will there be Social Security left when you retire? Um, that's funded through payroll tax, um, you know, corporate taxes and, and income tax for, for the average American, um, with the, with the big rise in boomers retiring, that means there was going to be less jobs in the marketplace. But the other thing they didn't factor is inflation and and the average wages have gone up over years versus when, when the boomers started working. So it's a, it's a hot potato. I mean, I, I I think it's going to be there. It's just, I think they have to make changes in some form or fashion, but it's going to be there. They do. Yeah. And they make changes with the legislation and you also have, um, you know, disability and all these other things to calculate. But the one thing you can probably guarantee yourself is they're not going to take away the social income for poor or disabled or um, veteran income. And I don't think your social security is going away anytime soon. They're going to find a way to fund it. So, I agree. I mean, even this myth, I, I would say very likely it's going to be there for you. Yeah, even if it's something as simple as is changing the ages a little bit or whatever the case is, they'll they're they just going to wait to the last second because it's a hot potato poker chip that yep. no one wants to touch. So yeah. they'll they'll get yep. to it. Somebody will get to it when there's left when there's like you know twenty minutes left on the clock. <laughs> That's when they finally, <laughs> right. finally do it. We're not, hopefully not waiting like the basketball games. They, uh, they will. March they will. down to the last minute. <laughs> yeah, they will. Uh, but four number leads now to number five, and you touched on this first, so we'll wrap it up with this one here. Myth number five: You should claim Social Security as soon as you're eligible. Uh, now it is sixty-two for early, as you mentioned, and many times people use this excuse. They use the prior one. For this one, they go, well, it's running out of money, so I better turn it on now as soon as I can and get it while I can kind of thing, right? And it may not be right. the best strategy or the best plan for your overall uh, strategy because you could be leaving a lot of money on the table if you're close you know, if you're close to the age. Yeah, so the uh, sh- should we claim as, as early as we're eligible? Um, I, I would say that's a myth. That's uh, dependent on your own situation. And the other thing is not everybody wants to retire uh, and, and stop working or get out of the workforce. So if you plan to retire, or, um, semi-retire, you wouldn't want to necessarily claim it early because there's a limited amount of income you can make that gets adjusted each year before it reduces your Social Security benefits all the way up until you're 
your age or your full retirement age, your right. FRA. Yeah. So what happens then is, um, should we claim as soon as we're eligible? Not necessarily. It depends on your situation. And what I think each person needs to do is sit down with your financial planner and take a look at what is your plan and what's your strategy. Again, as you said, Mark, we you, you got to look at if you're single, that's it looks completely different than if you're married as well. So if you've got a, a married uh, spouse that's working, um, there's a good chance that you can construct a plan that works for both of you. M- one of you might want to work longer. The other thing to factor in when you're retiring early is Medicare doesn't kick in and give you Social Security benefits for health care until age 65 currently. So if you retire at 62, you got to have coverage for those three additional years from somewhere, and that's going to cost you to pay out of pocket unless you have, you know, unless you retire out of an employer. So there's a lot of different factors. You definitely shouldn't claim it as soon as you're eligible unless you've done a plan and it makes financial sense to do that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we've got to do the right things for our situation. If you need the money, you need the money. We've talked about this many times than turning it on. But if you're turning it on just because you think you're doing some sort of gotcha to the government or whatever, that may not be the best strategy to do. And so those are the first five myths of our con- topic of conversation uh, here on the podcast, Mondays with Matt. We're going to do the next five in a couple of weeks, so make sure you tune back in for that. We do a podcast. We drop one about every two weeks, usually do twice a month, basically, depending on if it's a four-week or a five-week month. But we typically drop two a month, so make sure you subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever podcasting platform app you like to use. And, of course, if you need help, if you've got questions, especially when it relates to something like this, before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional like Matt, who is the uh, president and owner, but also really he's an investment advisor representative. He's a fiduciary uh, to help you get to and through retirement at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. So find them online, greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. My friend, thanks for hanging out. I'll look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, Mark, for uh, your input today too. And thanks everybody for listening. And if you like what you're hearing, um, we encourage you to listen more and to share this podcast, as Mark has mentioned. Share it with your friends and family, especially if you have children that are wanting to get started but don't know where to start. Um, Have them start listening to the podcast because there's a lot of great information here in our library of podcasts. There you go. Exactly. You know, it's never never too soon to start. So get started today and subscribe to Mondays with Matt, and we'll see you next time right here on the show. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.